Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. Sorry for the echo. There's been an update in the podcast studio. Yes. It's still in the same room. There's just significantly less furniture in here now. It's my furniture. I moved out. Oh, wow. We're still podcasting, though, so no worries there. <laughs> and we're still friends. There's no drama. <laughs> there's, there's no, no tea. There's no drama, I promise. <laughs> You'd be the first to know if there were. <laughs> yes, strangers our, our on loyal the loyal podcast. We would just listeners. air our dirty laundry. Our loyal podcast <laughs> listeners. Yes. Um. This week we are continuing our Lindsay Lohan series, and we watch The Parent Trap. Yes. The Parent Trap, the first Lindsay Lohan movie I ever saw. Obviously, because it was from 1998. <laughs> July 20th, 1998. This movie. The amount of times I wrote iconic in this is outrageous, <laughs> but, like, it's true. This movie means so much to me. I as I know, it, it means so much to As so I was watching people. this movie, I realized how much of this movie is my personality. Yeah. <laughs> I have absorbed so much of it. I also had no idea that this movie was two hours long. And yeah. just, it's so crazy to me how short the time of them at camp actually is. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it. Like, the set, like... There's so much that goes on. Like, there's that's so much that goes on. Because there's the part where they're at camp. There's the part where they switch places. The part where they have to meet at the hotel. And then the part where they go camping again. And then the end of the movie. <laughs> and then the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much. Yeah, it's a two-hour movie, but it doesn't feel like it. Because it's very fast-paced. Um, raise your hand if you didn't know that the twins were played by one person. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't know that the first time I saw it. I didn't. I specifically remember being like, oh, I can tell them apart, and then trying to tell them apart, and I could not. Because <laughs> it was obviously one person. Jamie Lee Curtis didn't know either. Whenever she, they were like, you're going to work with Lindsay Lohan, she was like, which one? <laughs> okay, that's embarrassing for Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because she's so good. It's great for Lindsay Lohan. Well, but maybe, like, in the original Parent Trap, is it twins who plays them, I'm assuming? No, I think it's still one person. Mm, then I don't know. Anyway. Come on, Jamie Lee, you should know. <laughs> I I was going to mention that there's parts of the movie where you can totally tell that it was filmed at different times of the day. Like, when they're camping especially, there'll mm-hmm. be, like, sunlight on one of them and then not on the other. I know, the, the shots where it's, like, one of them's, like, they're, like, standing away from the camera or they're far away. I try to look to see, like, which one's Lindsay and which one's the body double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, like, the one where they were, like, looking at the water and they, like, hugged and I was like, which one was Lindsay? Which one was it? That's so weird. <laughs> Okay, so obviously, besides Lindsay, this movie stars Mr. Dennis Quaid. Yes. <laughs> Dennis Quaid is a big movie guy. He's been in all the movies. Um, some of what, some of the ones, he's been in a lot. Some of the ones I've heard of are Jaws 3D, The Right Stuff, Postcards from the Edge, The Rookie, The Day After Tomorrow, Yours, Mine, and Ours, which we will get to, Soul, Soul, Soul Surfer, The Footloose Remake, and... A dog's purpose. And I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I remember seeing, starting to watch the trailer for A Dog's Purpose in the theater, and I was like, eh, okay. And then, like, at the end of the trailer, they reveal Dennis Quaid, and I thought to myself, I think I want to see this movie. Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Dennis Quaid convinced me to, and you know what? I don't regret it. He's the mystery, fa- he's the it factor. It's true. Um, fun fact, he was married to Meg Ryan, and they have a son named Jack Quaid, who is also an actor. Cool. Um, Mom is played by Natasha Richardson. Um, She was mostly big on Broadway and the stage. I believe she has a Tony. Um, She was in this, like, TV movie of The Handmaid's Tale from, like, 1990. She played the main character. Um, And she was also in Made in Manhattan. Um, 
Fun fact, she was married to Liam Neeson before her untimely death in 2009. She tragically died of a head injury. Oh, no. I saw somebody made a TikTok that they thought that the mom from The Parent Trap was Princess <laughs> Diana. I found that, too. Honestly, whenever you said she tragically died, I was like, oh, my God, like Princess Diana. It was not the same year. It was later. Um, uh, next, we have Elaine Hendricks who plays Meredith. She has been in a bunch of different things, like the reboot of Dynasty. Uh, she's been in episodes of Transparent, Twisted, Two and a Half Men, Resilient Isles, 90210, Rules of Engagement, NCIS, The Mentalist, Castle, Criminal Minds, ER, Ghost Whisperer, CSI, Joan of Arcadia, and Charmed. And next we have Lisa Ann Walter, who plays Chessie. Not Jessie. Chessie. Chessie. Classic. Um, she is currently killing it in Abbott Elementary, the new talk, the talk of the new TV season. Mm. Um, she has also been in many things like Grey's Anatomy, 911, Resilient Isles, Killers, Nip Tuck, Bruce Almighty, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, Simon Coons, Coons, who plays Martin, he's been in many British things I've never heard of, but he was in three episodes of Sherlock. Um... Holly Holiday, who plays older Marva. She was in Stick It, Home Improvement, Mrs. Doubtfire, and The Golden Girls. And lastly, and most iconically, we have Maggie Wheeler, who plays young Marva, who is Janice from Friends. I don't think we talk enough about her role in this movie because, okay, again, we'll get to it, but the hand roll when she points <laughs> to the isolation cabin, that is permanently burned into my brain. Everything she does is iconic. Janice is my favorite character on Friends. Every time she comes out, like, she is... Janice is a masterclass in comedic writing. I love her so much. Every time I watch Friends, which is a lot, I laugh so hard. Because I love Janice so much. <laughs> and that's all I have for people. I do have a couple fun facts. Oh. Um, so the twins, Hallie and Annie, are named after uh, director Nancy Meyer's daughter. Okay, so Hallie and Annie are named after the daughters of director Nancy Meyer, Hallie and, or Nancy Myers, Hallie and Annie. Um, oh, my other fun fact is that I did not know Lindsay Lohan was one person. <laughs> <laughs> also, at the end of the movie, it says for Hallie. Does it also say for Annie? In the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Got it. I was like, okay, who's Hallie? <laughs> <laughs> they, they make appearances. One of them's at camp and one of them works at the hotel. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course a woman directed this movie. Nancy the most Myers. iconic movie from my my <laughs> childhood, it would be directed by a woman. Nancy Myers, like Detective Rosa Diaz once said, it's not an exact quote, but Nancy Myers can make a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so we open on a little montage of the first wedding between Nick and Elizabeth. Uh, we get all of these photos of their wedding on the Queen Elizabeth Ocean Liner, while L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E plays in the background. Oh, it's so good. This is the first time I wrote Iconic, but not the last, obviously. Um, so then we get a time card. It says 11 years and 9 months later. We open on the first day at Camp Walden, a yes. summer camp for girls. Um, there is a boy in the crowd who calls his mom, saying, Mom, I thought this was a summer camp for boys. Fun fact, that boy is Lindsay Lohan's little brother in real life. Wow, look at that. Um, so they are announcing bunk assignments through a megaphone while Hallie looks for her duffel bag under a giant pile of duffel bags. Uh, this girl comes over and tries to help. Tie-dye girl. Tie-dye girl. Apparently, tie-dye girl is a lot of people's sexual awakenings. 
Okay, the more that I watch this, the more I understand it. I'll really? point it out. Yes. Because, okay, so tie-dye girl comes over. Okay, she, well, there's there's a girl first, and she's like, oh, you're a newbie. You didn't get your duffel bag before they were all the other ones were piled on top. Yeah. So they try to grab it, and they can't get it. But then they see tie-dye girl, and she just grabs her bag right out and goes, ugh, and just grabs the duffel bag. So then they go, hey, tie-dye girl. Yeah, she doesn't have a name. She's just tie-dye girl. So they call her over. She just grabs she's her bag. She's wearing tie-dye. Yes. <laughs> they, she grabs her. She also has, like, beads in her hair. Yeah. It, listen. I always thought she was Victoria Justice, but she's not. <laughs> she grabs the bag for her just so easily, and then she gives it to her. And then the three of them are friends. They're all in the same bunk. So yeah, because that's because, like I said, they were announcing bunk cabins. And uh, uh, Janice calls through her megaphone. She goes, Parker, Hallie, Arapahoe. Um, so we learned that Hallie is from Napa, California. She lives next to a vineyard. This movie taught me what a vineyard was. (laughs) Well, in the beginning, they're like, oh, were you by Hollywood? She's like, no, I'm from Northern Cali. I've been to Hollywood. Yeah, I'm like, okay, calm down, Hallie. If I heard somebody was from California, I'd freak out too. (laughs) And then as they're walking off to their new cabin, Hallie says, do you guys by chance know how to play poker? This will come up later. Oh, it will, yes. Um, so as Hallie and her new friends are walking to their cabin, Annie arrives in a, like, limousine with Martin, her butler. Annie is from London. Um, Martin gives Annie a new deck of cards to play poker to send her off to camp, and they do their little handshake and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, we, the audience, know that Hallie and Annie look exactly alike. Of course. No one else does. They have not seen each other yet. Dramatic irony. Um, we're in the mess hall, uh, the older camp lady, older Marva, is standing in between them. They don't see each other, and she's like, oh, excuse me, I'm gonna get some strawberries. And Hallie's like, oh, I'm allergic to strawberries, and then she turns to her left, and she's, like, still picking the strawberries, and Annie's like, oh, I'm allergic to strawberries, and she's like, oh, well, you just told me. This is our first confusion of Hallie and Annie. Of course. Um, so we get to the next day, Hallie is exceeding, excelling at fencing. She has a little fencing mask on, so Annie doesn't see her whenever she comes up and decides to challenge her. They put on their masks, and they have their giant fencing fight. They're doing this all over the camp. Like, they're, like, running into people and, like, going up on the stairs of things. I feel like when you fence, there's, like, a set area that you're supposed to fence in. Yeah, if you get out of the mat. Well, maybe it's just so no one called it. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> um, so Annie ends up pushing Hallie into like a trough of water, and whenever she offers a hand, Hallie pulls her in. Um, Janet, I'm just gonna call her Janice. <laughs> Marva. <laughs> Janice uh, makes them shake hands, and they both like take off their masks and turn around and gasp because they look just like each other. Yeah. Uh, but Hallie pretends not to notice. And basically calls Annie ugly. <laughs> well, yeah, she starts, like, insulting all of these things about her. And then, the again, <laughs> iconic line. And you want to know the real difference between us? What? I know how to fence and you don't? Or, or I, I have, have class and you don't? I always thought she said, I have glass and you don't. Like, I thought she was saying, like, oh, I'm rich. I mean, like, I didn't know I what it meant glass. to have class when I was, like, five years old. Well, yeah, but I thought she was saying, I have glass. And I was like, oh, she's rich. She's from London. She has <laughs> She glass. has glass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I have class and you don't. Yeah. Um, and basically they're about to like punch each other in the face before Janice breaks them up. Yeah. Um, so at night in the cabin, Annie is beating everyone at poker until Hallie walks in. So Hallie walks in, challenges her to a game of poker. Uh, they're going back and forth, betting, nail polish, and money, and pounds. Ooh, a fun fact that I learned about this movie, I should have said it in the fun fact section, uh, 
Hallie's nails are always painted this hard candy blue color, which was very popular in like the late '90s, I suppose. We were babies, so doesn't <laughs> don't relate. But that hard candy polish was in like the poker, and it was a pain. Like Lindsay Lohan was the one who was like, "I have to paint my nails this color," <laughs> and it was a pain whenever they were like going back and forth and doing the scenes because she always had to like take it off or put it back on whenever she was uh, being Hallie. So I love that no, Lindsay knew what she was doing. Uh, she said she regrets it, but I think it was a nice touch. I like it. Yeah. I, it really fits the time, too. It also fits Hallie's character. Yeah, it does. Um, I saw a TikTok that was, like, for every, like, two sets of friends, one person has to, like, want to be Hallie in the vineyard with dad, and one person has to be uh, in London with mom. And so I sent that to Abby, and I was like, which one are you, or else we'll have to stop being friends. <laughs> and she picked the right one. Mm. You, what would you pick? I would probably pick the vineyard with dad. Uh, we have to stop being friends because I picked the vineyard with dad yeah. too. <laughs> you can say friends with Abby though. That's good. <laughs> I thought Hallie was the coolest person. <laughs> I mean, I think London is very cool, but I just don't think I'm classy enough for it. It, it was not the vibe for me. I just thought Hallie was so cool. <laughs> and I don't know, Martin just gives weird vibes. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> like who doesn't want to live with Chessie? <laughs> I will get to Chessie later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, they're playing poker, and they're, like, down to the last hand, and Hallie says, what if loser has to jump into the lake but naked? So Annie thinks she's got this in the back. She's like, I'll take you on that bet. And she says, she lays down her cards, and she says, straight, in diamonds. And Hallie's like, you're good, but not good enough. And that's when she shows her cards, and she says, in your honor, a royal flush. And I say that every single time I play poker. Have I ever gotten a royal flush? No. But I say it all the time. <laughs> so now Annie has to go jump into the lake naked. Uh, while she's in the water, everyone steals her clothes and runs away. They leave her shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So as Annie's naked on the shore, she says, let the games begin. Yeah. Okay. So this is, again, we come back to Tie-Dye Girl. Tie-Dye Girl Hallie and their other friend who doesn't have a name. Tie-Dye Girl is carrying Hallie on her back. Yes, and they're, like, going back to their cabin. They're in, like, basketball uniform. Yeah, she says something about, like, babe. She calls her babe. Yeah, well, Hallie's like, I'm going to take a long nap to lunch. And that's when they look up and Tie-Dye Girl says, you might want to rethink that, babe, or something along those lines. It makes sense. I get it. Um, and all of their furniture is on the roof of their cabin, on I their bunk. That was a lame prank. Also, like, no one stopped them. How did they get it up there? I don't know. <laughs> and how did they get it down? <laughs> I don't know. I Where are the camp counselors? It's only the two Marvas? Yeah, no, it's literally just them. <laughs> They're the only adults like, there. At least 50, almost, I want to say like 100 girls there. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two chaperones. Um... So that night, Hallie and her friends decide to booby trap Annie's cabin while asleep. So they pour honey on this girl. They pour, they spray shaving cream on another girl. They pour molasses on the floor. They like string up, like they put like yarn all over the cabin. Um, so the next morning, they put chocolate in a big bucket. They also put feathers on the fucking fan. Oh, so smart. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so yeah, Hallie or Annie and her friends wake up the next morning. They're like covered in all this goo. Water, bo- water balloons fall from the ceiling. And uh, Hallie and her friends are watching from the window. Uh, that's when both the Marvas are gonna perform surprise cabin inspections. First up, Navajo! <laughs> Um, so Hallie tries to prevent them from going in because she knows she'll get in trouble because obviously the girls living in the cabin didn't do it. 
But in her prevention, she fails and chocolate syrup pours all over them. And then, like you said, feathers fall from the ceiling. And they tell Hallie and Annie to pack their bags. Yes. So everyone is on a hike. And afterwards, they all everyone gets sent off to go do their own things. And that, But Hallie and Annie have to stay. And the older Marva says, uh, you girls will be in the isolation cabin. And that's when Janice does her little twirly hand thing. Yes. And points up to the isolation cabin. Yeah. And that's the last time we see them. <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> Same. I'll have Alzheimer's and I'll just be like... <laughs> doing the twirly hand yeah. thing. <laughs> just pointing. The isolation cabin. Um, yeah, so the first night they don't get along because Annie's trying to like write her diary, but Hallie's trying to sleep, so they turn the lights on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a storm next day, and they can't leave, so they're both confined to the cabin. Um, this open window blows this big gush of wind in and ruins all of Hallie's posters. Um, Annie goes to help close it, and they have like their first nice moment. And Annie's like, oh, like, one of your posters ruined. And that's when Hallie picks up a poster and says, only the beautiful Leonardo DiCaprio. When I watched this movie, did I know who Leonardo DiCaprio was? No. So I had no idea what she was talking about. But Annie didn't know either. Annie's like, who? I don't believe that. Yeah. Just because Annie's in love. I mean, like, Titanic was, like, the biggest movie. This is 1998. Yeah. Titanic just came out. It's not like, like they're cut off from America. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um... Yeah, so they start bonding a little bit. They both discover that they love eating peanut butter with Oreos, which uh, it's a tried and true. It's delicious. It's pretty good. Um, they both learned that their parents divorced and they never met the parent that they don't live with. They were both born on October 11th, and they both have one half of a picture of the parent that they never met. So Hallie's just like, all right, I'm hungry. You want to go get something to eat? But Annie's just like, you do eat- you not see what's going on here? <laughs> Um, so, um, they're like, okay, like, this is a picture of my mom, who I've never met, and Annie's like, oh, I have this half picture of my dad, who I've never met, and so, on the count of three, they show each other the picture, it's, like, completely ripped in half down the middle, and they show the picture, it's the same photo, it's the photo that was exactly ripped in half, and they, each one looks at the other person's photo, and they're like, oh, that's my mom, she's like, that's my dad, and Aunt Hallie's like, I guess we're, like, sisters, and Annie's like, no, you fucking idiot, like, we're the same age, born on the same day, <laughs> we're, we're twins, <laughs> Yeah, they also mentioned, okay, after they realize they're twins, they hug, they're, like, crying a little bit, they're just, like, excited to have found each other. They realize that they both have lockets that they got the days they were born, which I'm like, who gives their newborn baby a locket? The Twitches. <laughs> I'll ha- we'll have to ask Maddie and Maggie if they got a locket when they were newborns. So do, Only twins. Do babies wear... <laughs> Only twins. <laughs> Singletons don't get necklaces when they're newborns. I did not get a necklace. No, just twins. Um, so that night, uh, they're talking, Annie says that her mom designs wedding gowns, uh, they're both like, oh, neither of their parents ever remarried, and Hallie's like, wait, I have a brilliant idea. What if we switch places, and then whenever they find out, my aunt switches back, and they're gonna fall in love. (laughs) Yeah, Annie at first is apprehensive, because she's like, um, I'm gonna live in another country with someone I've never met, but then she's like... Okay, that's a good idea, Hallie. (laughs) So then we get this cute little montage over do you believe in magic of them, like, teaching lessons about each other and how to be each other. Um, Hallie has to cut Annie's hair because Hallie has short hair and Annie has long hair. And then Hallie now must pierce Annie's ears. Mm -hmm. Also iconic scene. (laughs) Yeah, I remember in, like, middle school when I'd hear about, like, girls piercing other girls' ears, and I'm like, have you never seen The Parrot Trap? (laughs) That does not look fun. (laughs) 
Um, so it's the last day of camp. Um, Hallie is on a mission to find out how mom and dad met, and Annie is on a mission to find out why they broke up. Um, so Hallie goes off to Annie's limo to head off to London. Okay, yeah, these girls obviously don't have anxiety, because I was thinking about this, and I was like, there is absolutely no way I could go off to a foreign country with people I've never met and pretend to be somebody else. Like, no matter how much studying I did, that simply just wouldn't happen. No. Then I'd have to be on a plane. And there's that in itself. <laughs> I mean, it's not even the plane. Also, that well, also the thing is, Hallie ha- or Annie has to give Hallie her passport. Like, <laughs> ma'am, that's identity theft. <laughs> well, they're eleven; they don't know what that is. <laughs> so Hallie arrives at Heathrow. She's greeted by Martin. They do their little handshake. Um, we get this little scene of Hallie driving through London over there. She goes. <laughs> I say this every time, but the soundtrack is <laughs> it's so very good. good. <laughs> like every time I hear this song, I'm like, I know I know this song from a movie, and then I watch it and I was like, oh, this is a movie that I know it from. Yeah. Um she is nervous to meet mom because she's like, what if she doesn't like me? Um she's first greeted by grandfather, and then Hallie goes and hugs mom for the first time in her life. And I got a little emotional. I was like, this eleven-year-old, this eleven-year-old girl who like never met her mom before is hugging her for the first time. And then we, we gotta talk about it. This movie is so fucked up. <laughs> well, okay, they talk about it a little bit whenever mom and dad like are talking. But yeah, who decides? Oh, we have twins, so you just take one, and I'll take the <laughs> other, and we'll never see the other one, and we'll never tell them. Like what? Okay, like you're a parent. And your child doesn't know you exist, and you never get to see them. And then you have to deprive your child of having that other parent that they could have. And a sibling. (laughs) And if you've seen Three Identical Strangers, then you know that the fucking, like, basically Nazis were doing, uh, like, experiments on twins and stuff. And in Three Identical Strangers, they're triplets who got split up by an adoption agency and none of their families were told that they were triplets. And so they, like, grew up their whole lives and they had all of these, like issues because like they were they all born into like different like level income families yeah and their lives were just like so messed up like all of them talked about like having like intense like issues and just feeling like they didn't belong or feeling like they were missing something because yeah, they were that was always there yeah. and one of them spoiler alert one of them eventually ended up killing himself yeah and like because of the trauma caused by that yeah and the crazy thing is that like this adoption agency was doing like a study on them where like every few years the adoption agency would come and like do tests with them and like check on all of this stuff it's insane so basically what we're saying is don't split up twins don't split or triplets up. <laughs> or anything like I mean don't split up uh, siblings in general like especially in the foster care system that's a whole nother story but it's fucked up. But who decided that would be okay? And to never tell them? Huh? Right. And then, yeah, and then they're just like, oh, like, dad never talked about mom. But then they talk about, like, it's like mentioned throughout the script about how I always wondered, like, what is my mom like? Like, well, they never talk, like, it's a PG movie, so they never talk, like, why did she never want me? Like, where did she go? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, watching this, first of all, Lindsay is brilliant. But watching the scene for the first, like, watching the scene, like, as an adult, and I'm, like, you know, like, have thought about how fucked up this situation is, and watching her, like, hug her mom for the first time, I got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, she meets mom. Um, Martin finds Hallie's stuffed animal in her suitcase. It's, like, this old, like, really ratty thing, but Hallie really loves it, and she's like, oh, no, no, like, oh, that's my friend's. I accidentally took it with me. I'll mail it to her, because she must have it. 
Um, so Hallie inspects mom's jewelry while she's on the phone just because this is like something that she's never had. There's these like little crystal things that are hanging down and she like runs her finger along them. And whenever I was a kid, my friend's house had this lamp with like little crystals like dangling down from the lampshade. And I remember, I remember running my finger along it because I'm like, oh, this is what Hallie did in the parish. <laughs> like I said, this entire movie is my personality. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Mom gets off the phone and she's like, hey, do you want to go down to the studio with me? And Hallie's like, absolutely fucking lootly. Let's go. Yeah. So Hallie changes from her skirt suit to an actual suit. <laughs> yeah, they do the thing where they cross Abbey Road and it looks yeah. like the Beatles cover. Wow. Um, this is when they're playing a cover of Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they go into the photo shoot. It's a mess because the bride has to wear a veil, but if she wears the veil, then it covers the back of the dress. What are they going to do? So they're just putting the top hat on her. Yeah, they should just attaching the veil, over the veil the to the top hat. It's so ugly. <laughs> it really is, but something about it works in the movie. I don't yeah. know. Well, and then, like, also Hallie with the suit, because then, like, Hallie goes in there, and she's, like, in the photo shoot, too, and, like, Hallie with the suit and the bride in the top hat, it kind of works. Yeah, it kind of works. I would never wear it, but no. It kind of works. <laughs> so they're walking through the streets of London, and Hallie is just like, I want to know about my father, which Hallie obviously knows about, mm-hmm. um, and all Mom says is that they met on an ocean liner. Um, so then... You know, I have questions about their relationship, too, because they're like, we met on a ship, and they were married on a ship. I think they met, got married, and conceived all in one night. <laughs> That's what I think, too. But I have so many questions. Because <laughs> she, keep, she keeps saying, like, oh, it was so young, it was so fast... We got married on the ship. Well, yeah. Okay, and if that's what happened, then, like, were they together for the nine months of her pregnancy, and then uh, the babies were born, and they're just like, this isn't working. We I feel like go. it was very shortly after the babies were born. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. I would like more explanation on this. Yeah, I don't know, like, what happened at the hospital. Because, or... <laughs> like, we, we know how she left. We'll get to that. Yeah. It wasn't... <laughs> After the babies were born. Well, yeah. I mean, she can't take both of them. She just, just like, nail one, one off. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're establishing that they met, got married, and conceived the babies all in one night. I, and I guess the rest of their relationship was nine months. They had the babies, and then they were like, deuces, gotta can't, go. Can't do it. <laughs> and they must have been, like, 20. No, like, 22, because they had wine. <laughs> There's more to talk about about their ages later. <laughs> um, so then we cut to uh, Annie at the Napa airport greeted by dad. Annie hugs dad for the first time and he drives her to the vineyard that they live on. Mm-hmm. Um, dad notices Annie's use of the words like lovely and horrid habit, even though she has an American accent. It's not how Hallie would normally talk. Um, Annie is talking and she's just relishing and being able to call someone dad. This is one of the few glimpses we get into, like, how she grew up always wondering what it would be like to have dad. She's like, I never had someone that I could tell Happy Father's Day. Or I could just say, like, catch you later, dad. And I've always wanted that. And, like, obviously, like, people grow up in either, like, single-parent households or, like, uh, uh, same-sex households or something like that. But Annie knew that she had a dad out there somewhere. <laughs> Well, yeah, she gives this whole speech about, like, and, you know, to call someone dad, and what it means to be a dad, and I love my dad. Yes, like, obviously, like, you can still have a great and loving childhood without a father. Yeah. But this is how Annie... I I think it's more because her mom never said anything about it. (laughs) Yeah. There's that whole, like, other layer of trauma. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So they arrive at the house. They're greeted by 
a living angel, Chessie. <laughs> Again, I will get to Chessie when we get to that scene. <laughs> we love Chessie. Chessie. Every time I wear a button-down shirt, I'm like, do I look like Chessie? <laughs> I hope I look like Chessie. Um, they're also greeted by the dog, Sammy. When I was a kid, my dog was also named Sammy. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so much in common with Lindsay Lohan. I know. Sammy was a girl, and so my parents were like, her full name is Samantha, and so we're going to call her Sammy. So I was walking around as a child being like, my dog's full name is Samantha, but we call her Sammy. <laughs> like, and I was thinking about this, and I was like, why couldn't we just call her Sammy? Like, it's a gender-neutral name. <laughs> Like, why was I going around being like, my dog's name is Samantha? Because <laughs> it's a fun fact. <laughs> Your dog's name is Budward. <laughs> Not legally. Buddy for short. <laughs> Actually, I normally say Buddy is short for Buddy Boy. Yeah. When he's in trouble, his name is <laughs> Budward Boy. <laughs> Adventure Vicky. Oh, he's a thief. <laughs> um, okay, so they're greeted by Chessie. The dog knows something's up. Yeah, the dog um, barks because he's like, this is not the smell of Hallie. What's going on? Yeah. And dad is very briefly like, he's like, hey, there's someone I want you to meet. And that's when Annie sees, like, the shape of a woman sitting in a chair. Oh. But not much more. Yeah. Um. So upstairs, Annie is asking Chessie, what's the deal about this woman? Because Chessie has been there the whole time. She has the mm-hmm. inside scoop. And Chessie's like, well, I'm not going to gossip or anything. <laughs> Listen. But. I love Chessie. She's like, her name's Meredith. She's a 26-year-old publicist from San Francisco. 26! 26, by the way! 26! Elizabeth turns 26 this year. I cannot. I was going to look this up, but I don't believe that 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 actress could not have been 26 at the time. Let me do the math right now. 26. And even I'm 25. Okay, like, okay, how old do we think mom and dad are? Because I feel like they're probably, like, I don't know. Okay, she was born in 1970, so she was 28. Close. It's not that far off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dad, okay, Dennis Quaid was born in 1954. So in 1998, he would have been, hold on, 1954, 44. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like the characters are probably in their 40s, mom and dad, like late 30s, uh, early 40s. Ha- mom was born in 63. Yeah. She's 10 years younger, so she's 34. Well, the actors and actresses. But yeah. I feel like they probably were in their, like, 30, late the 30s, early 40s. of marrying a 44-year-old with an 11-year-old daughter? <laughs> Listen, we'll get to it because this movie is so fucking funny. There's things that I... I haven't seen this movie in years at this point, and there's things that happened that I didn't remember, and they're so funny. This movie's so good. <laughs> I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, so anyway, Chessie's like, well, don't let me influence you, but this is a gold-digging bitch who doesn't who doesn't really love your father. He just wants his money. And she's like, but don't let me influence you. Yeah, and also, also, <laughs> I love Chessie. Meredith is a 26-year-old PR agent. She does PR, and she's 26. Elizabeth and I do marketing, and we are in our mid-20s. My degree is literally PR. <laughs> Terrifying. Nope. You could be Meredith. No. <laughs> Actually, in, in another life. Listen, for Dennis Quaid. For Dennis Quaid in 1998, who owns a vineyard. Yeah. But it wouldn't be gold digging. It would just be like, look at this man. He, Dennis Quaid was a snack in this movie, okay? He is. <laughs> it just works. Um, I wanted to mention that when I was in grade school, I had a friend named Meredith, and the first time I remember, like, being, like, 
seeing her, like, seeing her, like, in my classes, like, first grade. And I remember thinking, like, oh, like, Meredith, like, like, the lady from the parent trap is probably not a nice person. <laughs> she was, she's a lovely person. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its name. By their name. From the parent trap. <laughs> Um, yeah, after Chessie tells Hallie, or tells Hallie, in quotes, uh, that Meredith is basically a gold digger, uh, she, Annie goes down to meet Dad and Meredith, and Dad introduces her, uh, <laughs> Annie, just right off the bat, she's like, how old are you? And Meredith is like, 26, and then she's like, Dad, how old are you? <laughs> she's like, I'm 11, I'm about to be 12. She's like, you're only 15 years older than me. <laughs> um, yeah, so Meredith is like, very clearly trying to charm Annie. Meredith is very smooth. She's like, oh my god, like that opening, that introduction shot, whenever it's zooming in and she's got that sun hat and she slowly raises her hand while she's got a drink in her hand and the red lipstick. Oh, love yeah. it. Okay. Iconic. I, I know, again, <laughs> everything Meredith does is also iconic. She, like, I love her and I hate her at the same Exactly. Time. It's true. Like, as an adult, I've grown to appreciate exactly. the growing, hustle. Growing up is understanding that <laughs> Meredith may not be the exact villain that we thought she was as a child. She's not, is she a great person? No. But is she aspirational? Maybe. Kinda. <laughs> At least the outfits. Come on. The, the camping outfit? Yes! <laughs> oh, I would wear that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Um, so... Dad has to go inside about something, and so, uh, Meredith and Annie are just by the pool. Annie is, like, putting her feet in the pool, and Meredith is on a phone call, and Annie hears Meredith say, oh, he can't, he's busy, he's gonna be out of the country, sorry. She she mentioned something about doing something for a non-profit. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, like, I just need to tell a white lie to get him out of something. So, like, it's, uh, hinted... This is our first hint that she's not the best person. <laughs> yeah, so Annie is, like, a little sketched out by that, but she jumps in the pool to splash Meredith, of course, as one does. Um, and Meredith is, again, still trying to get under good side, so she's, like, trying to talk to her, and she's like, oh, you know, uh, your dad took me to ride horses with him, and I rode your horse. I hope that's okay. And Annie's like, uh, he took you there, too. <laughs> and Meredith's like, huh? And he's like, well, you know, you're the 28th. 29th girl he's done this with <laughs> and she's like oh no did dad not tell you that and meredith is like he did not <laughs> annie is hustling she knows what she's doing yeah annie immediately goes to call hallie in london hallie has to hide in the closet so she can have this conversation without the rest of the family overhearing yes annie tells her that she has to bring out bring mom out to california immediately because of meredith but hallie's like no 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 i just met my mom And we're going to have a little bit more time together. Mm -hmm. And basically just hangs up. Well, Annie keeps trying to emphasize how important this is. She's like, they're getting married. He's falling in love. You don't understand. But Hallie's like, what? No, like, he would never do that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Annie is at the kitchen table. Uh, Chessie is concerned because she's not eating her cooking. Um, And she's also like, hey, what was with that phone call at midnight last night in the bathroom? (laughs) And she's like, oh, I was just talking to my friend in New York. And Chessie's like, it would have been 3 a.m. in New York. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Chessie is then like, "Uh, your dad wants you to meet him at his office. But she knows something's up. She's just not saying anything yet. Because she's clearly the only one who cares about these girls. (laughs) She's the mother figure that Hallie didn't have growing up, so... And I feel like Chessie probably opposed this situation. Oh, she absolutely did. But since Nick was her boss, Nick is dad, Nick was her boss, she obviously couldn't say it. She wasn't part of the family yet. Uh, we'll get to it. But there's a little bit more 
Uh, whenever she meets mom for the first time. Yes. 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 Um, so Annie asks dad about mom. They're at his office, which is just like, I guess, wherever they barrel wine. Yeah. Um, and she's like, listen, I'm, I need a mother in my life. And dad's like, yeah, about that. It's funny you should say that. How about a random 26-year-old woman? Who I met a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when Meredith arrives, and she basically plays nice until she's alone and tells her assistant that she plans to send Hallie to boarding school in Timbuktu. Yeah. Um... Uh, so Dad and Annie are riding horses, and Dad asks Annie what he thinks of Mer- what she thinks of Meredith. Annie tells Dad that Meredith is a stranger to her, and it's true. Yeah, and Dad is about to tell Annie that he has proposed to her, but he's like, "Okay, I have to tell you something important." And Annie just rides off on the horse, he's like, "Where's the help?" <laughs> and then she gets off the horse, I guess, takes it to the stable, runs through the vineyard, runs inside, and starts yelling to herself in her native uh, English accent, of course. Yeah, honestly, same. <laughs> She's just ranting. She's like, what am I supposed to do? I'm in a foreign country. I don't know what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and Chessie's sitting in the chair, and she's like, not realizing that Chessie was there. Yeah, she's, Chessie's like, you want to explain to me what's going on? <laughs> um, And so, yeah, and Chessie's just like, Okay, so first there's this, but then there's also, you're not eating my cooking, the dog doesn't know you, you're making phone calls at 3 a.m., like, what is that? And she's like, it's almost as as if you're, forget it. And then Annie's like, almost as if I'm Annie. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jessie starts crying. uh, Literally an Oscar-worthy performance. (laughs) And she's like, and she's like, just. What do you came from? From the hospital? You're 26 inches long in your little head. Chessie is the only person who cares about these girls, the well-being of these girls. Yeah, she, she's like, can I, can I hug you? And she like hugs her. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna make you something special. What do you want? You know, fuck it. I'm just gonna make everything in the kitchen. <laughs> um, and yeah, dad so, arrives like as Chessie's just like, this is the best girl in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she leaves them alone, and dad is like, listen. What would you think about making Meredith <laughs> part of the family? And Annie goes, oh, that's great. I'd love to have an older sister. You want to adopt her? <laughs> I don't remember this from a, like being a kid, and that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, I knew what she was saying, but like, yeah. it didn't like, make sense to me as a child. Because I didn't understand like the age gap. I was yeah. just like, that's an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, the joke didn't come <laughs> And Dad's like, no. <laughs> Dad's like, no, I'm going to marry her. And that's when Annie starts yelling in French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's basically just like, you're ruining everything. You're ruining my life. She runs away. Yeah. Um, Meredith arrives, um, and Dad is like, oh, like, she didn't take it too well. She's like, oh, okay, well, like, we'll just relax. And that's when she, what's when she pulls out a bell? A fucking bell. For Chessie. Like, she's a fucking dog. I wouldn't even do that to my dog. Yeah, she's like, this house is so big. This will make it so much easier. And so Chessie arrives, and she's like, can you pour us some drinks? Which I'm pretty sure Chessie is, like, a nanny or something. Not She's not, like, a maid. Like, yeah. I think she's there to take care of Hallie. To help take care of Hallie and cook. Yeah. Well, and so that's why she's like, oh, can you fetch us some drinks? She's like... And she's clearly, like, very well-respected. Like, she's not... They're not above her. Well, yeah. And she's not a servant. Like, yeah. she's, she's not the maid, is what I'm saying. So, like, I don't think getting drinks for them is what she normally does. Yeah. Um, so, Meredith is like, oh, like, if she's a young girl. Like, her reaction's normal. I'll go talk to her. So, Meredith goes to talk to Hallie alone. And Meredith is basically like, get used to it. I'm not going anywhere. And that's what we learned if they're getting married in two weeks. 
Also, uh, I didn't remember this part either. Annie calls Meredith out. She's like, Dad only wants to be with you because you're young and hot and you can have good sex. But yeah. I think a marriage is about more. She literally says, I think a marriage is about more than sex. I remember hearing it, but I didn't, like, grasp it. Yeah. So. And Meredith just kind of, like, writes it off. And she's like, well, we're getting ma- married anyway, you dummy. Yeah. So Annie tries to send a 911 fax to Hallie. Um, <laughs> Martin like picks it up while he's serving them while he's serving the family breakfast. Um, Hallie, uh, take <laughs> Martin serves Grandpa and Mom some wine. I guess I'm having lunch or dinner or something. Yeah. And Hallie <laughs> takes the, a sip of the wine. Well, and, she asks if she can, and they yeah. say yeah. And she's like, mm, "It's a little bit of Merlot with an oaky afterbirth, whatever." <laughs> Yeah, which like, like, oh wow, did you learn that at camp too? <laughs> How much wine has Howie had in her life? Well, okay, whenever she gets to camp, she's like, me and my dad own a vineyard. Like, she's like, yeah. that's what we do. And I'm like, yeah. ma'am, are you not going to school? They used to cut this scene on Disney Channel. <laughs> um, so anyway, she can see the facts behind Martin's back and knows uh, it's from Annie. Mm-hmm. So Hallie runs to the phone booth. Well, yeah, she's like, I just need some air. She runs to a random phone booth in London by herself. Yeah, to call Annie. Um, Annie tells her about the engagement and the weddings in two weeks, and Hallie's like, okay, like, I'll fly mom there in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Grandpa appears outside the phone booth, and Hallie tells him everything. Yeah. So the next morning, Grandpa encourages Hallie to go into mom's room and tell her. Um, they, like, have their little moment. They reunite. Mom's like, oh, like, I've always loved you. Uh, Martin is watching the whole thing. I want to know, like, was Martin there? I feel like Martin was not there in the beginning. He didn't know. Yeah, I don't think Martin knew. But no. he's obviously very excited because he yeah. loves Annie so much. And so, oh my god, yeah. another Annie. He and Annie are besties. Yes. Um, so they all agree to fly to Napa. Yeah, um, Martin included. Yeah. Uh, Mom <laughs> is freaking the fuck out. Mom hates flying. I-, I think she's only been on a plane once is what we determined. <laughs> Yeah. So this is her second time on a plane ever. To go meet her ex-husband she hasn't seen in 11 years. The last time she saw, she threw a hairdryer at his head. <laughs> yeah. And so they bring that like, up a lot. Yeah. She has like a cigarette in her mouth, an unlit cigarette, and she's like rollers in her hair. She's like, what am I going to wear? And then Martin. Okay, listen. listen. Martin comes in and he's like, if I had legs like yours. Martin is, is gay. Like, so is Chessie. <laughs> so is Chessie. Okay, he comes in and he's like, if I had legs like yours. I'd wear this dress. This well, this is the only part of the movie this is not necessary. The forced heterosexual romance between Martin and Chessie. Exactly. <laughs> they could just be best, they could just be like, we're the godparents. They could be best gay friends. Yeah. Chessie could hook up with Meredith. They could wing man for each other. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it turns out that Hallie has told mom that they're gonna all gonna meet at this hotel in San Francisco and uh, dad is aware. Um, it turns out that Nick, or Dad and Meredith, are meeting Meredith's parents at this hotel because that's where she wants to get married. Yeah, okay, their wedding is in two weeks, but they don't have a venue secured. Yeah, it's... And, and then later on, Meredith's parents are like, so how many people will be there from your side? You don't have how many... Uh, who's catering? Yeah. What is going on? They're just going to serve them wine? Yeah, Chessie and the dog are also at the hotel. Um, mm, who is... What is that? There's so many M's. I know, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, okay. Oh, Martin and Hallie arrive with Mom, yeah. who is absolutely plastered. Yeah, she is so drunk. <laughs> um, everyone, it's sort of like they all walk past each other, but they don't know they're there mm-hmm. until Dad... It's a parallel to the beginning of the movie, perhaps, at camp. 
Yeah, until dad um, sees mom in the hallway as the elevator is closing. Yeah, and he does that thing where, like, as the door's closing, he, like, keeps looking to the side, like, is that my ex-wife who I haven't seen in almost 12 years? Yeah. Annie meets up with mom, and then Chessie, mom, Hallie, and Annie go into the hotel room so they can get everything sorted out. Mm-hmm. Mom realizes that dad doesn't know that they're meeting. Um, Chessie and Martin have, like, their love at first sight thing. Yeah, um, you know, they're yeah. definitely both gay. Uh, the girls reveal to mom that dad's getting married to a horrible person. Um, Chessie and Martin, like, also believe that mom and dad should get back together and go along with Hallie and Yeah, Annie's they're plan. here for the plan. Yeah. The plan that 12-year-olds cooked up. Um, and mom is like, no, like, I'm only here to switch you girls back and then really be, like, that's it. Yeah. Um, so... Dad, mom, after seeing mom, is obviously very nervous. He's, like, visibly nervous. He's like, I just my ex-wife. <laughs> yeah. And so, um... Uh, dad tells Hallie, he's like, go upstairs and hang out with Meredith. I am looking for someone. Like, I'll be there soon. So Hallie briefly meets Meredith because she hasn't met her before. Annie's the only one who's met Meredith. Um, and Meredith is like, will you tell your father that I'm waiting for him? And she, like, runs off. Dad is searching the hotel for mom. He's, like, looking around. He sees her. And he's like, oh, my God, that's my ex-wife. I got to go talk to her. So he, like, is running, like, almost well, bef- running to try and get to her. Before that, um, mom and Meredith are both at the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because mom is getting a hangover here. And Meredith, like, recognizes her. And she's like, I want you to design my wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is when they're at the pool. Uh, dad is, like, knocking over everyone trying to get to mom. But he ends up falling in the pool. Uh, uh, he gets out. Hallie and Annie reveal themselves, um, reveal their plan, and they leave mom and dad alone. Mom and dad are catching up. Sparks are flying. Oh, and that's yeah. when Meredith re- appears, and Hallie and Annie reveal that they're twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's when Meredith just, like, looks back and forth at them and just screams one by one. <laughs> yeah, she's like, there's two of you? <laughs> um, and then they tell her, like, oh, they were married. Um, so, Hallie and Annie that night set up mom and dad for a dinner recreating where they met on the ocean liner. Grandpa, Chessie, and Martin are all in on it. (laughs) Um, at dinner, mom and dad are reminiscing. They both reveal that, like, their dreams came true of the vineyard and the designing. Um, dad basically blames her for leaving. He's like, why did you leave? And she's like, I just got fed up, and I packed up, and left. And she's like, well, you didn't chase me. <laughs> well, yeah. They were both like, we don't even really remember what happened. It happened yeah, so she's fast. Yeah, she's like, we were just young, and it was fast, and... <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they're like, okay, what are we gonna do with the girls, though? Because we can't just split them for half the year. They have school. Well, they're like, what if we just split them for half the year? And Chessie's like, uh, school, you dummies. Yeah, and they're like, no, like, that's why we agreed with our arrangement about keeping them separated and never telling them about each other. <laughs> There has to be a better way, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're like, okay, like, we'll figure it out. Uh, so the next morning, Mom is preparing to leave with Annie, and they're like, okay, like, you'll get Hallie for Christmas, and I'll get Annie for Easter. Um, Which is not a good enough compromise. No. <laughs> um, so both the girls come down. They're wearing the same clothes, and they're switching accents, and they're like, we won't reveal who's who until we all go on this back-to-school camping trip together. <laughs> and like, I can tell. And they're like, can you really, Dad? <laughs> and yeah. they don't really, they can't tell the difference between their daughters. Well, yeah, and Mom threatens to just take one of them home, and she's just like, it's fine, I love you both, whatever. But she gives in. She's like, okay, fine. Um, yeah, so like, the four of us are going to go on this camping trip together. So, back in Napa, they're all about to leave. Uh, Meredith finds out about this arrangement, and she is not happy. And Mom senses that she's upset, and she's like, well, why don't Meredith go instead? Since, you know, you're gonna be their new mommy. (laughs) So she's like, 
Okay. <laughs> so she goes upstairs to change, and she puts on capri leggings and a crop top with her hair in like a half up, half down ponytail. It's a claw clip. She's it's having like, a claw clip. Still in her red lipstick and, and her black sunglasses. And her like top is like a crop top. It's like a sports bra. It's like it's black and has white like little like details on it. That's like her color scheme. It's very nice. It's very the whole good. thing. It's very good. Um, so they drive off, they're hiking to the campsite, one of the twins, because they keep switching accents, we don't know who's yeah. saying, I'm pretty sure it's Annie, yeah. um, starts packing her, ba- Meredith's backpack with rocks, yeah. um, Meredith asks for her Evian bottle, I did not understand <laughs> this as a child, yeah. I was like, why does she keep saying it, like, what does that mean? <laughs> also, Evian is kind of shit bottled water, like, it's not that good. She's like, I need my Evian. Mm-hmm. So Hallie grabs her water bottle and puts a lizard on it. Yeah. So she's drinking the water on like the flat surface of the water. There's the a lizard. cinematography of <laughs> her face. She screams. She puts it down, and she's like, just, like, put the lizard down, get it away from me. Mm-hmm. So, the twins decide to put the lizard on her head. <laughs> yeah. So, Dad goes ahead, and leaving the three of them alone, so Meredith turns around, and she's like, one more trick for you, and I'm gonna make your lives miserable from the day I say I do. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> that's when the lizard... Well, they're, they're like, oh, Meredith, I think there's something on your head. Yeah, so she reaches up, and the lizard crawls down her face and into her mouth. Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> it's just like chilling in her mouth for like four seconds while she's like screaming. Half its head is in her mouth, and the rest of its tiny body is like waving around, and she's screaming. She gets the lizard out of her mouth, and I I love this acting so much. She's acting like she almost died. She <laughs> his dad comes back and he's like, "What happened?" And she goes, <gasps> "Ask them." Honestly, if there was a lizard in my mouth, I would probably act the same way. <laughs> so, Dad, it's okay, bud. I'm okay. <laughs> so, Dad looks at them, and they're like, what did we do? Yeah. So, it's that night. They're all eating by the campfire. Meredith is clearly not having fun. The girls mm-hmm. had replaced her insect repellent with sugar water. Um, so, she's fed up. <laughs> she says she's going to take one large sleeping pill <laughs> and go to bed. And that's when she picks up two sticks and starts banging them together to warn off the mountain lions. Now, anytime I am outside and there are sticks around, I start banging them together to warn off the mountain lions, no matter where I am. Like I said, this entire movie is my personality. Listen, Meredith is an idiot. For 26, she doesn't understand that they're just playing fucking pranks on her. Why would she trust anything they say or do? I don't know. Yeah, and so... Like, it took me a lot... Like, I didn't even realize that, like, these were things that they told her. I just thought she was stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, Meredith goes to the tent, and whenever she's there, Dad's like, okay, you guys need to lay off of, like, Meredith. Like, I I get it, it's pranks, but, like, come on, calm down. We're getting married, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, in the middle of the night, the girls decide to pull (laughs) Meredith's air mattress out into the lake, and because she's had a large sleeping pill, she does not wake up. Yeah. I believe Dad is in a separate tent? I guess. He doesn't realize that she is dragged out of the tent. Because he's not on the mattress. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, he seems like he'd probably be in a sleeping bag. He's a rugged guy. Yeah. I mean, it's a twin size mattress, too. So if they That's were both true. on there. Um, so, yeah. So they push her mattress out to the lake. She wakes up the next morning in the middle of the lake. She just stands up and starts <laughs> screaming. Again, the acting is so good. 
because she just stands up and like runs around the air mattress and just screams and so obviously she falls into the lake yeah so she swims back very quickly she like comes to the shore she is yelling she tells nick she's like it is me or them you pick and so he's like them and she's like what and he says them T-H-E-M, them. Get the picture? <laughs> Iconic! <laughs> and so she just screams at his face. <laughs> she just leaves. And that's the last time we see Meredith. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Dad, Annie, and Hallie are all uh, going back together. Uh, in Without the Jeep. <laughs> Yeah, and Mom's like, uh, where'd Meredith go? And then Dad's just like, ask them. And, so, she, and they're like, we've been punished till the end of the century. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the girls go upstairs, and Dad turns around, and he says quietly, I'm gonna have to thank them someday. Mm-hmm. I guess he was just pussy whipped. <laughs> well, but he also, he's like, oh yeah, Meredith threw this at me. It was the engagement ring. And he's like, it was still less than a oh, hair dryer. I thought it was a pebble. <laughs> no, it was the ring. <laughs> yeah, they bring out the hair dryer again! Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Mom and Dad have dinner together alone, uh, he takes her down to the wine cellar for his personal collection of wine. Uh, he has the wine that they shared on their wedding night. Um, and they, like, start to have, like, a little moment, but then mom gets too overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And she goes and um, she goes upstairs. So the next morning, everyone is saying goodbye. Um, it's very sad. Hallie, no, not Hallie, Annie and mom get back on the plane. They go back to London. They're back in the house. They're very sad. And uh, mom goes in to greet grandfather, but the newspaper that is being held up behind the desk comes down, and it's Hallie. <gasps> oh my god, they're in London. Her, we, she says, we took a flight that got here in half the time. And mom says, we. And that's when dad comes out from around the corner. Oh my and god. he says, I couldn't let you go again without chasing you. Yeah, so Ma has this whole speech of like, what are we going to do now? This is so illogical and irrational and you think this is just going to be perfect and we're going to live happily ever after? And Dennis Quaid is just like, yeah. And they (laughs) (laughs) can't. This is, I know like every time we say, and they can't. This is the only time that I approve. They kiss, and they're just, like, standing there embracing, and Annie and Hallie are both so happy, and they're like, oh my god. They literally, like, faint. Yeah. (laughs) Like, pretend to faint. They're like, oh, I can't believe we did it. And they did it. And then we get pictures from their second wedding. Again, on this fucking boat. Yeah. <laughs> we also see that Martin proposes to Chessie. We don't need that. Not necessary. Yeah. And that's the end of the parent trap. And that's it. So basically, if you find out that you and a twin have been separated with by your divorced parents, and you switch places, and then uh, tell them to get back together, they will. Yeah. That's There's the moral a joke. of the story. There's a joke in New Girl where... Since Jess was a child, her parents were her parents played by Jamie Lee Curtis and Rob Reiner were divorced. She always tried to parent trap them, and they're like, "You have to stop doing this." <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's the parent trap. Oh, and the um, the song that plays over the ending credits is the one that's like, "This will be another lasting love." Yeah. <laughs> all of the mo- all of the songs in this movie. They're so, when I was a kid at our spring concert one year, we sang L-O-V-E, and I was like, this is from The Parent Trap. <laughs> I remember watching the, the Little Rascals because Darla and What's-His-Face sang the song, and I was mm. like, it's the song from The Parent Trap. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think of, like, the stock footage of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it.
that's the parent trap. That's the parent trap. I love this movie so much. This I movie, gave it five stars, of course. This movie is like a warm blanket. <laughs> it's so good. It's never not good. I've known that we were going to watch this for the podcast, so I haven't like watched it recently, but I've had times where I'm like, I want to watch The Parent Trap. It's so good. It is. If you haven't seen it in a while, just watch it again. Highly recommend. More than just this podcast. Yes. Um, how did you rank this? I gave this five out of five. Me too. <laughs> you gotta. There's just, there's no way it couldn't be. Exactly. So that's The Parent Trap. Next, well, two weeks from now, obviously. You know the schedule. Yeah, y'all, you don't even know what I did to make it on time for this for this episode. It's true. Abby, you better be appreciative. <laughs> uh, we are going to watch our last movie in our Lindsay Lohan series, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. I'm so fucking excited. Yes, it's going to be good. We're excited. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye.